This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Kensington Publishing. Kensington has a new batch of culinary mysteries coming out in the next couple of months, and they are ready for you if you have an appetite for good books. So we've got uh, Death of a Cupcake Queen by Lee Hollis. I love that title. A small-town food columnist and part-time sleuth. Uh, Molly, let me ask you. I mean, you've been a food columnist for for many years, um, you know, professionally. I'm, I'm also a part time sleuth. And that's what I was going to mm-hmm. ask. What is the latest murder you've solved? Well, you know, I, I'm more like uh, on the missing persons beat. Oh, okay. So you know, like my daughter will come to me and say, "I can't find baby." Uh huh. And I'll and be like, "Oh my god, Jennifer Gray has gone missing." Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm more of um, the Encyclopedia Brown mold. People come and put a quarter down on my gasoline can. <laughs> so we've also got um, Alex Erickson's Death by Coffee, where a possible murder takes place in a bookstore cafe, a very dangerous location, as mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Farmed and Dangerous by Edith Maxwell. Tell us all about it, Matthew. It is a mystery set on an organic farm where the produce is local. And, and so, so is, is the, the crime. crime. Um, dun, 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 dun. I'm a big proponent of local crime. I am too. I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, I am too. I, I I I love a good police blotter. You can uh, you can check out hobbyreads.com for more culinary mysteries, recipes, crafts, and reading inspiration. If you enjoy this type of cozy mysteries, Kensington Publishing has dozens more that that uh, you will love, and pretty much all of them have funny titles that we could go on about for days. Thanks, Kensington Publishing. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite words, pudding. And I think maybe even before we go down memory lane, I have an important serious question for you. What the fuck is pudding? Um, okay. Well, I think that we need to differentiate, like, American pudding from British pudding. Yeah, for I think one that's thing. where we should begin. So I, I have a friend um, who who uh, is from Scotland, and he makes this distinction whenever we talk about pants. There are British pants oh, right, and right, American right. pants. That's like, exactly it. Yeah, so so British pants are underwear, obviously. I like how you, you, you lowered I, your voice before you said that shocking and horrifying <laughs> word. Underwear. <laughs> I can't wait. This, this show is canceled. The FCC is going to step in. Anyway, okay. So, like, American pudding is 
what we're talking about here today. British pudding is just the general term for dessert. <laughs> Question. Do you now have the phrase American pudding running through your head to the tune of American woman? No. American pudding. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're not talking about, about British puddings. We're not talking about dessert as a general category. We're talking about pudding as like the thing that is sort of like mousse, but not sort of like custard, custard. but... Uh, but not a sort of is maybe. I, yeah, I this is. It's really tricky to to draw to draw a line around pudding that doesn't have non-pudding stuff in it. <laughs> well, and and I don't really like it when there's a line around my pudding, like a skin. You know, oh, I, don't I, like I, that. I I didn't put that on the agenda, but we absolutely need to talk, talk about, about pudding, pudding skin. skin. Great. Um. So last night. I know we still haven't gotten to, to pudding memory lane. We'll, we'll get there well, eventually. We still haven't defined pudding. <laughs> uh, forget it. Um, well, it's not, you know, it's not, it doesn't have like a jellied consistency like panna cotta. It doesn't have like an egg custard consistency, right? But. And it's not. It's like, soft it's and not like It's not as rich as a pot de creme. Right. Like a baked it doesn't, custard. You know, when you spoon it up, it shouldn't leave behind like. You know, it shouldn't flow, but it shouldn't leave behind, like, a perfectly defined spoon impression. So I think of it as it, – it, I think of pudding as be, always being made on the stovetop in contrast to uh, yes. other things that might be baked. Right. And um, again, we're not talking about British pudding. No, we're talking about American pudding. So I think of it as something that you make on the stovetop. Uh, in general, it has a liquid in it, water or milk. It has something that is going to thicken it slightly. There's water-based pudding? Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. It sounded, it sounded believable terrible. when you said it. I don't you, know what I'm you talking invented about. It. Maybe, uh, no, let's call it milk. This may be... <laughs> <laughs> let's call so, it. so you're going to use water but call it milk is what you're saying. Okay, great. Well, that's essentially what skim milk is. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, okay. So, um, so basically it needs some sort of thickening agent, though. Like, you know, there are cornstarch puddings. There are... Uh, tapioca. tapioca there, there are puddings that are thickened with eggs. I, did We're you know, not getting any closer here, did, are did we? Did you know that that um, I have a secret maybe side should, job as a thickening agent? Maybe we, <laughs> maybe we should have our listeners draw pudding <laughs> and, uh, based on our definition. <laughs> this just looks like a lump. <laughs> do you remember the MTV comedy show The State? Yes. And do you remember the guys like Barry and Levon or something yes, who I wore do. smoking jackets and there and there was one episode where there was a giant pile of like vanilla pudding on the stage with them? <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember that? This is what like whenever I think of pudding as a very funny substance be <laughs> because of because of this state episode when these guys were like Mmm, pudding. Mm. <laughs> and they were like, like basically making love to the pudding, like I, rubbing themselves in it. This, like this video's got to be online, right? It. It's got, it's online. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay. Um, you know, Kevin Allison from the state has a great podcast called Risk, um, where people tell like stories that I think the tagline is people tell stories they thought they would never tell. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, that sounds great. I like all those guys who were in the state. Oh yeah. Um, upstanding citizens who will who will perform sexual acts on pudding on stage. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, pudding. Yes, that's that was the subject of today's episode. So again, before we go any further down memory lane, I think we've defined pudding as well as we're going to. Yeah. Last night, um, I texted Molly and said I was having a sad pudding evening, and she <laughs> and she wrote back and said she was falling asleep at the stove while making pudding. 
Is there something melancholy about pudding? I feel like pudding, well, it's it's such a comfort thing. Like, you know, grandma's feeds you pudding. Like, Ed, yes, I everywhere mean, I go. I mean, Bill Cosby <laughs> feeds you pudding. <laughs> well, you talk said. about sources of melancholy. Yes. There's something, were we seeking comfort in our puddings and not finding it, Matthew? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, because my pudding kind of went awry. I'm not sure if I've actually ever made pudding before last night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked that what you actually sent, said to me in the text was, I could make it again in the morning, but I don't think it's going to turn out any better. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that sounds even more depressing. It was a really <laughs> sad pudding evening. <laughs> yeah, so basically my pudding didn't set the way I wanted it to. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to eat it anyway. Okay, will, will, you t- will you tell me about this? Um, yes. I, I don't know if I should like say what the recipe is since it didn't come out well, and I don't know if the problem was me or the recipe. Is there anything in here that's going to kill me because it's not <laughs> yes. cooked fully? Like, I don't I think just, so. Am I just eating a big spoonful of like egg, raw egg white? Yeah, the, the gelling agent is arsenic. Mmm, delicious. Mmm. So is this, does this have um, melted chocolate and cocoa in it? It does, and it's thickened with cornstarch and eggs. Mm. I mean, I assume the answer okay. is... It didn't get up to a sufficient temperature for the eggs to do much. Mm -hmm. And I recently made um, a chocolate pudding, and I had the opposite problem. I stepped away from the stove for a minute to take care of a human need in the bathroom, and... (laughs) Is there a polite way of putting that? I had to pee. Uh-huh. Anyway, I stepped away from the stove for probably like 35 seconds. And I came back and had scrambled my eggs. This, yeah, this is the thing. Like anything with, with eggs, anything custardy where you're trying to get eggs to that particular temperature and then pull it, just so stressful. I feel like my problem was that I don't usually find it stressful, and therefore I was I was all nonchalant about my pudding making. I was like, you just stay here, pudding. I'll be right back. You'll be fine. And then it wasn't. I always talk like that when I'm cooking. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you, that, uh, that's how pudding, the pudding prefers to be addressed. It's like, like how you talk to your kid you one way. You stay pudding. <clears throat> we do not throw things, pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, maybe, yeah, maybe I just wasn't stern enough with my pudding and uh, and it got all like, you know, flabby and lazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so my pudding is basically soup, but it I mean, the flavor is good. The flavor is really nice. So there's so much at stake with pudding. It, it's yes. all about the texture. Like, so if you have something... Everything is at stake. There are, there are no higher stakes. If you have something that has a texture like panna cotta... Like a fully gelled texture, Mm -hmm. does that cease to be pudding? And would a pudding ever do that? And would a pudding ever do that? (laughs) Would a pudding? (laughs) Would a a pudding? Um, (laughs) Would do good do poo poo? Would do a good pudding? What was the question? Uh, would a, is a panna cotta a pudding? I think I think a panna cotta is not a pudding, but I don't know. <laughs> is a panna cotta pudding? It's or is a panna cotta not a pudding? <laughs> she sells seashells by the seashore. Okay. Well, anyway, I made a different kind of pudding that used a different Thank thickening God. agent, and mine thickened. Perhaps I might have even cooked it like two minutes too long because <laughs> you had to pee again. I did. My mom, my mom is visiting, and I'm in the bathroom, and she's like, "I think you should come check on your pudding. I think you need to turn it off." That's a that was an exciting story. Isn't that great? Thanks, mom. I'm a <clears throat> author of bestsellers, including this one called "What a Good Pudding." <laughs> That's great. Everyone has been wondering what your next book is going to be, and you heard it here first. This is a spilled milk exclusive. What a good pudding. <laughs> you have a subtitle for that. Not yet. Do you have one? Is there going to be an author photo of you like on stage with a giant pile of vanilla pudding? Whispering oh, d- in its ear. Yeah. What a good pudding. 
I can make you feel like no other pudding. Uh, what, what? Oh, do I have a subtitle for it? Yeah. What a what a good pudding. Um, <laughs> a love story with recipes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's exactly it. Okay. Okay. So let's eat this rice pudding. This is a vanilla bean rice pudding. Mmm. Mmm. It is a little too firm. Mom, God, you were so right. No, it sounded like you were gonna you were gonna criticize your mom. No, um, I also I like to eat my rice pudding like ice cold, and this has been out of the fridge for a little while, or even rice cold. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is milk, cream, vanilla bean, sugar, basmati rice. I think the thing with rice pudding, what makes all the difference in the world, and this might sound counterintuitive, is that you don't just cook. <laughs> so you don't use rice. <laughs> you use kidney beans. <laughs> this may it. sound counterintuitive, but bear with me. You call you it add rice. A quart of barbecue sauce. <laughs> and you call it milk. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Then you stick a feather in your calf. Anyway. Okay, so what's the counterintuitive thing for reals? So <clears throat> a lot of rice pudding recipes call for you to cook the rice in the milk. Okay. Yes. I have tried it both ways, side by side. Exact same, like, you know, ingredients. Otherwise, <laughs> you get much more, uh, you know, true rice flavor. You get the flavor of the rice more when you cook the rice first in water. And then huh. then add the dairy and continue to cook. So, like, a, a small amount of water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I got to say that the rice flavor really does come through in this pudding. Yeah. In a way that is not always true of rice puddings. I mean, do you not just find the word pudding inherently really funny? It really is. Have you ever have you ever heard someone abbreviate to puds? Like this is a British thing, I think. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always hear it as singular, just pud. Pud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get your get your Britishisms right, Matthew. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I'm if we keep at this for too long, I'm going to break into a British accent, and every every time I try and do a British accent. It's basically like a bad uh, Austin Powers Mm -hmm. impression, Mm -hmm. yeah, which should be left in the 90s. Question, what other kinds of pudding do you like? How do you feel about butterscotch pudding, for example? I think butterscotch pudding is very rarely done right. I I agree. I've had really good butterscotch pudding, but I've mostly had subpar butterscotch pudding. I don't know that I've had that much butterscotch pudding, but very often, (laughs) Uh, on the the rare occasion when I've had butterscotch pudding, very often... It has been um, kind of that fake butterscotch flavor. Yeah. See, How I, do you feel about banana pudding? Oh, banana pudding is good. But I don't think I've ever had, like, good banana pudding. Mm, I don't know. I, I feel like it's one of those things for me. I, I haven't had it often, but, like, whenever I've had it, I'm like, ugh. That was a good sound. Was that, that a good sound, really? <laughs> that seems terrible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I, I, I am so out of touch with my own feelings. Like, I don't even know what my own noises mean anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what about vanilla pudding? I don't really like it. Um, you know, we got into this a little on the vanilla ice cream episode that, that to me, like vanilla ice cream, it just says kind of says plain to me. Yeah. And, and the same goes for vanilla pudding, maybe even more so. Although I've, I've never had vanilla pudding, but in, in, in my mind's mouth, which I often like to reference here on the show, I can imagine a vanilla pudding, if made with, with vanilla bean, could be really nice. It could be like a vanilla bean pastry cream, only, you know, not as rich. Yeah, so I think could it could be really nice, but, but I've never had one that I enjoyed. Great. Okay, well. How about tapioca? You know, I have not eaten much tapioca pudding. I made it, I don't know, I, I, was trying to, I was trying to pinpoint exactly when I made it, as if this mattered at all, and... I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I suddenly, like, got a tapioca pudding craving, and, and I bought a, a 
bag of tapioca pearls and I made some tapioca pudding and I really enjoyed it. Do you, you know? find that it tastes much different from rice pudding? I mean, I guess I was just talking about rice pudding tasting of rice. And yes, I think, it, I think it but. does. I mean, both of them taste vanilla-y. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, I mean, is tapioca pudding, does it just taste like vanilla pudding with It tastes little, like vanilla pudding with balls in, in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but it's all about the, the little, the, the texture of the little pearls. Yeah. Oh, little pearls. What a good little pearl. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about whipped cream on pudding is it important important is a strong word but if i have a good chocolate pudding i guess maybe what i'm trying to say here is like for me pudding is chocolate pudding and and everything else is a is a diversion maybe not that i don't like your rice pudding but yeah like, no i agree if, chocolate pudding is the thing yeah um and i think we're not talking about like instant or uh shelves uh you know refrigerator case uh pre-made puddings on this episode we'll get to that on another episode for sure. But if you are making like pudding from a mix, like chocolate is the only one worth considering, even that it's not great, but mm-hmm. it's certainly better than, than vanilla, jello vanilla pudding. Yeah. Like if you said to me, like, would you like my, my rice pudding? Uh, or do you want to continue eating this un, unset? Oh, I'm going to keep pudding? eating your unset chocolate yeah, me pudding too. for sure. So <clears throat> what, what about pudding skin? Does it, do you, do you worry about it? Do you press your saran wrap against your pudding? <laughs> To prevent the skin. That's a very personal question. I know. I worry about putting skin constantly, day in and day out. <laughs> I can't sleep at night. I wake up. Like, what How can? What can we do about the pudding skins? I don't know. I don't feel strongly about it one way or another. Like, I don't get skeezed out if there's a skin on my pudding. But I, I'm also not one of those people who thinks the skin is the best part. What do you think? If you can roast the pudding so the skin gets nice and crispy, but the meat is still juicy. <laughs> Wait a minute. There are people who think the tofu skin is the best. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, the, the pudding skin. There what people... does that Freudian slip mean? Well, no, I was just thinking about roasting it. Like, I was thinking about dried tofu skins. Yeah, which are great. Anyway, uh, there are people out there who actually think the pudding skin is the best part. Absolutely. Wait, um, you're serious? Do you remember? Was, I, I think it was on Seinfeld that George George Costanza was, was making pudding skin singles. No. And like like making pudding just to like peel the skin off and, and put it between a couple pieces of saran wrap. No. I don't know what he did with it then. No, I yeah, some I people don't, think the skin is the best part. No, I don't remember that. In general, I um am kind of skeeved out by um the skin that forms when you're boiling anything with milk in it. Yes, but I think pudding skin is a little different. Like so wait, do you think if I let skin form on my pudding? And that then, I could actually peel it off. I think it probably depends it? on the texture of the pudding. You know, there's also something really funny that happens when you start putting like possessive pronouns in front of pudding, like her pudding, my pudding. Brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> His pudding. <laughs> yes. It, it's just funny. Um, yeah, maybe that was the thing. Maybe I put too many possessive pronouns in my pudding <laughs> and it didn't gel. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Put too many possessive pronouns into your pudding? I think I didn't use quite enough in mine, and it, and it gelled a little too much. Sure. It could also be that I went to the bathroom at the wrong time. <laughs> I'm always, yeah, I'm always doing that at the wrong time. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, what did I miss? Oh, you know something? This is, uh, are we done talking about pudding? I think so. Um, okay. I'm, I'm totally finishing off this unset oh, pudding. Uh, mine's already finished, Matthew. You know, it's kind of like a milkshake. 
It is like a milkshake. It's kind of like the hotcakes milkshake. Hotcakes in in Ballard here in Seattle is a uh, like a little sweet shop that also has a full bar. It's kind of a yeah. cool place. Anyway, their chocolate milkshake is unbelievably dark and rich. It's so good, and it makes you want to kill yourself just a little bit. Can but we it's do really an, good? Can we do another milkshake episode? Let's I think. Do. I think last time we did milkshakes was like literally 170 episodes ago. Let's do it again, and let's not try and like bring something new to it. Let's just do it again, so we can drink more milkshakes. Okay, cool. It, that it, it'll good. be like a re a remix. Okay. No, like a remake, like a reboot. Milkshake reboot. There's going to be a new cast instead of you. It's going to be. Uh... Uh, uh, I don't know any popular actors. Who who sings my milkshake? Brings all the Cal- boys to the yard. Calice. Okay, she's gonna stand in for me. Okay. And, and um, like, it's better than yours. They like, and I will be. I will be portrayed by um, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yep. Okay. So, cool. uh, so tune in for that. I'm, Is that going to be circa like the Good Vibrations era? Yes, exactly. Okay, not awesome. not like serious actor Mark Wahlberg, like mediocre rapper Mark Wahlberg. D i u g g. Um, Did you say D i u g g? No, does, there's a part. There's a part of like uh, Good Vibrations when he's. Donnie D's on the back of drug free, so put the crack up. No need for speed. I'm anti. D i u g g uh uh uh. No 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 no. Okay, oh, I do will. remember that. And the funky bunch helps me. This so on and so forth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing. So, so when when we said that, it actually turns out uh, Marky Mark will be portraying Molly, or vice versa, and apparently my milkshake will be bringing the boys to the yard. Who knew? I, I've learned so much about myself today on, on this pudding episode, including this, which is that uh, if uh, if you like this show, you might like my new other podcast, which um, did you know? Did you know that I'm cheating on you with another podcast? I've heard. OK. Mm-hmm. Through, Apparently through you're very circumspect, circumspect about it. I thought I was going to be able to pronounce that word, but it didn't go so well. <laughs> uh, Becky Selingit, our first ever guest. Uh, from the uh, Unpopular Fish episode. She and I are doing a podcast called uh, Look Inside This Book Club, where we read the Kindle's free Kindle sample of a book and then uh, do a book club and talk about the book and drink Pinot Grigio based purely on the sample. We never read the whole book. Wait, is it always Pinot Grigio? Well, we, so far, we've been recording it at like 1 p.m. and not drinking any alcohol, but but Pinot Grigio seems like the right. Well, I think you guys need to start making it authentic. Okay, we will start, we'll start making an honest drink of itself. Great. Uh, And I hear, I hear Molly Weisenberg is going to be a guest on an upcoming episode. I am, yes. I'm looking so, forward to it. Okay, so that's at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find us at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Are, you, are we going to post uh, a link to your rice pudding recipe? I think we should. Sure, yeah. We're not going to post uh, my failed uh, chocolate pudding attempt. We'll, we'll just post a picture of, of me me looking sad next to some drippy pudding. <laughs> sad pudding evenings. Oh, hey, maybe we can also find that state video. Oh, I, I hope so. Okay. I, I feel pretty good about our chances there. Great. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you can confess your pudding failures. And you can also find us on iTunes where you probably already found us. But if you have a few moments to spare, which, you know, you probably don't. But if you have a couple of moments that y- you just find lying on the sidewalk, you can use them to write us a review. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sit here and, and see if that it goes any other unexpected directions. Uh, that, was, that, that got genuinely surreal. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Feel the vibrations. Aww. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. 
spoons versus knives. Versus. Battle for the ages. Oh, yeah. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.